just yeah, like a big gay knife movement <laughs> is really what I want to see. Like at the Pride Fest, like just be who you want to be. Hey, roaches! I'm Todd Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week for the show, I take a guest secondhand shopping. After we gather a thrift haul, we record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Shopping for worm people. It's Thrifty Podcast. We are back. And Josh is welcoming me back into Studio B, the Larkin Manor. Josh, how you doing tonight, bud? Yeah, welcome to the state of Larkinsaw. Uh, we've got Max back with us. Max the uh, pup just jumping up with me. Yeah, he's going to cuddle up and hang out with us uh, this evening while we go over the new hall. We've got the stories. Uh, mm-hmm. That we talked about before we did the live episode, so we'll catch everybody up on those as yeah, well. Yeah, sorry for hyping up stories two weeks ago. Last week was actually our live episode, first podcast night on the Toma. Real quick, want to give a special thanks to Neon Brainiacs, Ghoul on Ghoul, and Sykes from Start the Beat with Sykes. It was a fun-ass time, and I was only a little bit pukey by the end of it. Yeah, you got sick. We were out doing some things that day. We had to go out and visit our buddies at Commonwealth Press. Uh, CWPress.com, baby. Yeah, and then when we got back to your place, we did a little rearranging. We got everything set up, and then you looked at me and went, I think I'm going to puke. And so I just started puking, and it's been an interesting week for me before I get into the thrift haul. I've had a lot of butt shots this week, dude. Did I tell you all the butt shots that I got? You did tell me about your butt shots. I got one with steroids. I got one for nausea. And then I got one for migraines. And they had explained to me that they they have to give me a shot only in the butt. Because in that butt muscle back there, it's the fastest way for your body to feel better. It hurt. And it still hurts. I love that Like that's the muscle that like gets the most movement. Like, mm-hmm. of all the muscles in our body, they're, like, the most active is actually your ass cheek. I've never heard getting, I've never heard getting, like, nausea medication put into your butt before, but you have informed me that, in fact, that may have not been the best practice. <laughs> you have I, never had a butt shot. I, I've never had a butt shot. I've, uh, I know that you get butt shots, especially for steroids when you're sick, you know, which you were, so I expected that Maybe one. Maybe they were already back there. They were doing the steroids, so they're just like, let's put some nausea I stuff in here. I think that's migraines. what they were doing is they're like, well, we already have the ass needle out. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get the arm needle and the ass needle. Let's just shove it all up here. And I went to the, the local MedExpress, um, expensive. I wouldn't be doing that, but hopefully um, I I may have meningitis. They're going to be testing for that and also some other stuff and recommended that if I st- still felt sick that I should get a brain scan at the ER, which I have not done, and I still don't feel great. That's, the, that's how you know that you're really sick is they go, not here. <laughs> could be your brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Well, um, but we are back, and as Josh mentioned before, we have our monster stories, the monsters that we had to create. We have those stories for you. I think we both did poems, and we also have an exciting freaking thrift haul. I have fallen back in love with thrifting more than I ever have before, Josh, because I've been killing it out there. And I don't put myself over much, but, I, dude, in the last two weeks, I've got, like, ten windbreakers. I've got all this stuff, and plus the stuff when we go out thrifting together. So you only see what we go out together to find, and I brought a whole lot of shit tonight. 
into your home. Yeah, and even this week with you being sick, as soon as you started feeling the slightest bit better, mm-hmm. you just sent us pictures, and you're like, guess where I am? Like, yeah. Felt a little better. Like, Back it wasn't at the Goodwill outlet, Feeling baby. better, think I might go out. It was already just like, I'm here, guys. This is what I've got now. And we're also a couple of burr boys tonight. That kind of sounded like a horse didn't mean to. It's been freezing here, so not only have I been sick, but it's been freezing, and I've been hitting the outlet bins instead. I never know if you're doing an animal noise or if it's a spirit or <laughs> that's just like that's noise. like a cold noise, brr. But it sounds like a horse there, it huh? Sounds like you're putting on a creepy voice when you do it for like brr. Um, speaking speaking about animals, I ran into a world famous cat guy. At the outlet, and as uh, we usually do, I actually was donating stuff back um, to the outlet, and I donated the giant tiger head that we had for the live show. I donated the giant tiger head back, and the cat guy picked up the tiger head. So it's going home with cat guy tonight. Not surprising, and we talked about it when cat guy goes home from his thrift hall. We don't know that he has cats. Mm-mm. He certainly has a thing for cats. Absolutely. But I just picture that he's got a lot of cats. Like, not only is he into them, but mm-hmm. he has them as well. And I picture him going <laughs> home from Goodwill and stopping on his doorstep and digging out the cat head and putting it on mm-hmm. and turning the keys and walking in and just going, guess what, guys? Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Daddy's home, meow. And just doing the, the little cat paws, mm-hmm. and they're all like going fucking ape shit for him. They're like, climbs, what up? Climbs over the threshold on all fours. <laughs> Dude, he's a nice guy, though. So, so Cat Guy from the Goodwill Outlet, he did take the tiger head. Um, I <laughs> Something that's going on with my computer now, we'll start there. To start the thrift haul out, um, as most folks know, um, Audacity is a is a program for those who don't know. It's like a, a recording software, basically. I'm familiar with it, and I don't know shit about computers. Yeah, so like it's the basis of every recording is like Audacity. Um, so there was I found in a jewel case at the Goodwill outlet a CD uh, that just said Audacity on it. And I was like, is this Audacity the program? Like just a burn the- copy of the program? Yeah. So of course I I I picked it up because what's what's a CD there like what's this like nothing, probably why the last computer fried just <laughs> sticking Goodwill discs in it. Like, why is my shit always breaking? And then you see like the the smash cut of me just like putting Cheetos in there. Like <laughs> yeah. why is my screen not orange? I put yeah. a Cheeto in it. Yeah, just a disc labeled virus with the backwards <laughs> S. Hmm. So uh, I went ahead and bought that at the thrift store just to see if it was Audacity because I don't have Audacity on my computer. Put that, uh, put the disc in. Not only didn't it load, but it got stuck in my computer, and it's still stuck. And it may have, in fact, did what you thought it would because now I can't eject discs. When I hit eject, nothing happens. So it's just it's in it's there now. It's in there now. And I've I've I looked on YouTube just to see like different ways to eject a stuck disc or anything like that. Well, even in those tutorials, the disc drive is talking to the computer. And that's My not disc, happening. No, because it's like at one like very uncomplicated way, but some people just don't know to do this. Like if on Max, like when the disc pops up, you could drag that disc to the recycle bin. And I was like, no, 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 I can't even do that because there's nothing coming up. The disc isn't coming up. It's nothing's coming it's up. It's not reading it. It's not anything. anything. It's just stuck. So then I went ahead and, yeah, I tried to, like, toothpick it out. I tried to, but it just, I just think I just, like, pushed it in there deeper. So just real quick, it wasn't Audacity. And if it was, it's, I, it is on my computer now inside of it. Someday you're going to open up your laptop and there's just going to be the little logo for it sitting there. <laughs> it will have finally read it like a year later. My computer's just really thinking on it because if you remember this summer it fucking fried, it did everything. So it's probably like it's still trying to read it like, hmm, hmm. Should hmm. we? Do you guys you guys want to load this? <laughs> like, and then half of them were like, eject, yeah. eject, yeah. and then hmm. Got the eject deck sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, jeez. Um, to to 
to also get into the thrift haul a little more, I've sent, I got this independently this week um, out in the thrift mines, and I said it's probably one of the, the weirdest things on the show we've, we've, you have to think ever had, is this. I've never seen anything like this. In my life. Um, so what I'm looking at is a wind-up X-rated dog and a woman novelty toy but they are actually having sex right there. Like a human woman and a dog, the animal, are, are having sex. And I have found out that you could actually buy these on the boardwalks in South Carolina and North Carolina. It seems like a, uh, uh, you know, an across the border kind of thing or south of the border yeah. kind of thing. And so um, it's only about like, what, two inches tall. And so you wind it up, and then the dog who is standing on his back legs begins gyrating with his rocket cock of a of a pink guy, and and that's actually his him gyrating into the lady. Every click is a thrust. Every click is a thrust. Um, and so yeah, it's just a just a dog. Does he have going yellow? At. Yellow. He's a brown dog, but does he have yellow ears? He's got yellow ears and yellow paws. From back here, it looks like he just has like Hulk Hogan hair. Yeah, and yeah, it's. I mean, he does have Hulk Hogan hair, and he also, um, his head is like very like horse-like almost. And I have no idea what these two, these two things are standing on, but that you just wind it They're up. Flesh steps. The flesh steps. So you just wind it up, and then they just start having sex. And it's it's I don't know the name of it, but it's stand up face to face. Yes, it's face to face. The dog's on his back legs. The the lady is looking at camera center, um, and she's just uh, receiving. And this is from the NMC products, and they make a lot of these different ones. But I guess there was a certain time. There like are in, different ones? There's different ones. Like in the 90s, it was just like a thing. You could buy a wind-up dog having sex with a woman thing, and you just owned that. So you could actually get them online for about $10. So they're not even expensive. They're just weird. Who's the person in your life that you take this to me like, if you don't buy show. It, if you don't buy it for yourself or this yeah what we do every week who is just like somebody's grandpa has a trophy case and you walk in and you just hear clink 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 grandpa stop playing with the toys we have company and it's just the dog gyrating um, but this particular um, novelty x-rated novelty statue that I have is from 1997. And I got it in the box, uh, sealed. And uh, a friend of the show um, was asking me um, where I got it. And I didn't want to say. And then I said, listen to the show, and I'll say it on the show. I'm still not going to, I don't think. It's a good I enough. still not got You don't I need don't. to know where I got it from. We can, I don't know if we'll get taken down on social media if we post a <laughs> video of what this looks like. But... No. Uh, we'll well in the cover art, the cover art this week actually has that. That's in the cover art, but I made a sensor bar to go over pretty much all the the furry parts. Okay, okay. All the furry parts are covered up, but it's the first time ever that I had to like make a sensor bar. <laughs> the the one time for whoever gave us the one star review previously, this is we're gonna censor a this half star review. Just, we're gonna censor it just for you. But yeah, so I own that now. Um, but the cut there's box art on the box art. You actually see them having sex as well, and it says "Doggy Girl Front Action," um, new wind-up action toy for big kids and old fogies. Unfortunately for the fogies. And that's yeah, that's who it is. You have uh, you know a grandpa who thinks you know it's funny or likes looking at plastic boobies, mm-hmm. uh, or you have. A big kid, or in your if life. you have a dog in your life who's yeah. always wanted to have sex with a human uh, woman, and you can there it is. Show him. Max is really not into it though. He's no. He, Max is a good boy. He's an innocent boy. Actually, the shit we say around Max is like, I just feel like he's too sweet of an angel child to like hear any of this information. No, he is quite the baby. I love you, Max, so much, and I don't like dogs. Not a dog fan, but I am a Max fan. He brother. wins everybody over with he time. He does. 
Uh, next up, going from weird to uh, fuzzy. No, that's what's a soda do? Not fuzzy. It's a fizzy. Fizzy? Yeah, yeah. fizzy's the word I'm searching for. So going from weirdy to fizzy, coming up on this hot find for this thrift haul, we have a Whore Lodge Coca-Cola ice cream parlor walk-in clock. Whore Lodge? Yes. H-O-R-L-O-D-G. Whore Lodge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's a last name. Um, uh, and so... I wonder what their family business used to be. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a Coke ice cream parlor. There is like a, a man and a woman sitting at like a diner counter. And then a man ringing them up. It has an ice cold logo on top of it and then it has a cool clock which works and then if you see in the old timey diner um it's supposed to resemble the rock in 50s so this is a diner scene from the 50s yeah it's got the stainless uh you know bar stools mm-hmm. the black and white checker tile the uh, jukebox just white people just white people and the the clock works and this is kind of an interesting piece because you could actually find a good many of them on eBay right now. And if you just type in, you know, ice cream parlor, there's so many ice cream parlor, Coca-Cola ice cream parlor, um, 80s, 90s ice cream parlor. You could buy one of these anywhere between 40 and and $100. And they're sold, when you look at the sold listings, it's 40 to 100 so there's a, literally a sold difference of $60. Does it play music? Because it has the music notes on either side of the clock, and it has the jukebox. Does it actually do any music? That's actually, like, a good question. I don't think so. No, because there's no, like, it's all it's all kind of plastic. Okay, so just time-telling. That's a good question, because if you turn it over, there's, like, a— like sheet metal there that's quite a long piece yeah Yeah. i would think if it was just the clock it would just have that little black bit because that's all the clock is so yeah because it takes the clock takes a battery and the battery's in there but it's not under this back piece here so yeah i never thought of it i this may sing and if it sings that that would be sweet well we'll know we'll we'll edit that in (laughs) yeah oh oh you know what it is no it doesn't but if you see this it's a mirror the mirror the drop back for the The drop back for the mirror but um yeah anywhere between 40 to 100 dollars man i was really excited for a second i I was like maybe the hundred dollar ones play the music and the 40 dollar ones don't you know that could have been a thing yeah and that's where my brain went but Uh uh-huh Unfortunately, my brain well, disappoints me to, all the time. You're used to uh, objects on the show now just making noises like the dog. So you're just like, I want to get the dog humping out of my brain. So it's like the rock in 50s. I can gonna still save me. Yeah, like the, just the <laughs> you know, every time I hear that now, I'm going to see that image of him thrust. Yes. So that was the the OK, Max. I was do- I was done pe- petting Max the dog. And he just made like a humble, like rah, 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 rah. he is very codependent. Once he is touched, he needs to be. He needs cont- more. Touch. Yeah, he needs more. Um, also, this week, super hot find. What we're coming up at? Um, this is uh, we tape in Pittsburgh, Western PA. We have two P and K products lamps. That one's from 1989. One is from 1992. Pittsburgh Penguins lamp. And a Pittsburgh Pirates lamp. Um, so they're probably, what do you th- think, like a couple foot tall? Yeah, I would say, um, wow, it's a lot lighter than I I was I about to say. I thought it was metal, but it's plastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say it's probably like 16 inches yeah. from um, base to like uh, mm-hmm. the So it's uh, a cute little lamp. We have holder. the Penguins one. We have the Penguins one plugged in right now with a with a light bulb. And Is that yeah. bulb from 1992 too? Yeah, it's a bulb from 1992 as well. And so it was it came completed and it has like this cute little lamp, uh, not lamp, uh, lampshade on it. And so I got a Pirates one and I got a Penguins one. And they were in the Goodwill outlet bins. I was quick to grab them, but I was scared because I couldn't find a test. Um, I couldn't find a test light bulb for either of them. And then I dug around a little more, and there was the boxes for these with the original light bulbs in them. That's what I was gonna say because the light bulb looks weird. It's not like a regular round. It's not white balanced properly. Yeah. No, and I'm. I mean. Even the tint on the uh, shade the shade is clearly from a, a smoker's home or mm-hmm. a bar room. 
Um, so I got the original bulbs. I got the original lampshades. Uh, that one is from the Penguins one is from 1992, and the Pittsburgh Pirates one is from 1989. So not a good year ever for the Pirates, but a great year for the Penguins. That was a great year for the Penguins. Yeah, and that's the great Penguins logo as well. The one that uh, that's I'm, on your hat. I'm particularly fond of that logo. So mm-hmm. like. And anytime we see those colors, you know, being in Pittsburgh, we seek out the black and the yellow. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that this. Uh, well, I got this for you. This is yours if you want it. Oh, really? really? Yeah, I got it for I'm, you. I'll have to repla- replace the shade, but I'm glad we're <laughs> recording here. So it's it's already. Hey, home. if you ever want to bail on the shade, I'll take the shade back. Because oh, you can I'll ha- keep the Pirates one. Yeah, you can have the shade right now. Right now? You don't want to keep the well, original? Not, not right now because it's going to blind me. But. <laughs> No, I could a- leave with the shade. You don't want the original I'm shade. O- I'm okay with it. It's gross. <laughs> okay, I'll get rid. I'll take it. I'll uh, take it off your hands. But P and K, they were known for making sports teams lamps and like uh, aluminum trash bins, and that was their thing. Like like college teams, professional teams, all sports, all walks of life of, of sports, but aluminum bins. And lamps. That was like the prime age for that, you know, like in the back of the East Bay magazine, you know, yep. be like, here's some third party trash cans and some lamps you can buy. And, and that was P and K. And I was looking for these two lamps online. Um, now, I don't know because I'm new to this because I'm just, you know, finding out about P and K. The world of lamps. Yeah, the world of <laughs> lamps and P and K products. But I'm not sure if there's, uh, if there's, different rarity for i don't know if the teams are the rarity part of it or if the type of lamp is the rarity part of it but a florida marlins lamp online just like the pirates and just like the penguins one we have it actually goes for 150 dollars that was probably 150 like 92 like that was like that was, their yeah the florida marlins one is season. from 92 yeah that was like their their first season probably that's probably why it's Oh yeah, because that It'd was be the first printing of that Marlin. That was that early '90s boom where they had oh, you get two new football teams. Here's a new baseball team. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's you know I never a new thought of it because it was team. probably yeah the Florida Panthers were new at that time. Yeah, there was a whole big expansion everywhere, and Florida got all their teams right around then. And so we had yeah, so that but yeah, just like that, a Florida Marlins one from '92 is sold for a hundred fifty dollars. So I don't know if that's less, more, no idea, but it's for the Larkin household. So I brought it over. It's beautiful. Because I have a Pirates one still. It, it It's currently sitting right next to our stuffed armadillo. Mm-hmm. And just the way the light shines off Dilly is beautiful. So I think it will stay. Max, the dog, the, is comfortable sleeping under it too? Yeah. It, it lights him in his little golden hue perfectly and the armadillo. Mm-hmm. See, you touched him, though. So I touched now him, so you, I now have to pet him. You have him. to recycle it again. But, yeah, I got so much stuff that um, we're going we're gonna to keep it for later hauls down the road. But, yeah, so we have the X-rated, uh, we have the X-rated uh, novelty toy. We have the Coca-Cola clocks. We have the lamps this week. And speaking about sports, before we go into commercial break – we're going to play our favorite game, Vintage versus Modern. Vintage versus Modern. And why I said sports is because the first item I have today for Vintage versus Modern is a sports ball. See, I thought you were going to bring up our previous records. I thought maybe somebody is keeping track. Oh, is somebody keeping track? It's not me. I, it's it's not, no way It me. is in no way, shape, or form me either. If, but. if somebody's keeping track of who's winning vintage versus modern, just let us know on the Twitter at Thrifty Podcast or on the Facebook. I know Say it there. for certain that Bryce is in last place. Friend of the show, Bryce. Yeah, it's doing terrible at that. Um, so vintage versus modern. Um, if, for new listeners to the show, we have uh, we compare a vintage item to its modern counterpart and see which has more value, uh, secondhand value on the resale market. So for my first item, I have is a soccer ball. So a vintage soccer ball, and the description reads as this. Antique, vintage, brown, genuine, leather, size 5. So, genuine leather, brown, antique, 
size 5, and that's the vintage soccer ball, versus the modern soccer ball, which I have is an Adidas Madrid from 2019, the year of our Lord. So that's right now. It's red, and it's also a size 5. So Adidas, 2019, size 5. Vintage versus modern. Which one do you think holds more value? Is there a year on the vintage? The vintage wrote antique. That's okay. it. That's, no. It's a good year. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go. And the, and, the new, and the new one is brand new. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's more expensive? I'm going to go with the new as oh. more expensive. Okay. New. And I'm going to go by $8. New by $8. So you say modern. So the vintage soccer ball retails at $42.50. Are you still confident? Not so Not much. Not so much. And the modern soccer ball... Twenty five ninety nine. So it yeah. was vintage by a lot. Yeah. See, I figured the modern was around the thirty dollar mark, but mm-hmm. I wasn't sure with like the vintage if it was you know like crusted and it's hard to get a good gauge for the worth of quote antique. Mm-hmm. You know, antique in a shop versus antique in a bin is different. I don't know if you're gonna kick that ball around anymore if it's an antique. I don't know. I, what I mean by that is obviously you don't want to kick an antique, but I mean like if it's physically possible. No, yeah, you like, put that on a display shelf next to your plastic dog who fucks the blonde. Yeah, right there. <laughs> That's what in, you do. In between both of them. Yeah, it's just it's you know for old fogies and and big kids. That's about it. So you have your item. Let's see if I could. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, I like to try the new things. So this week I'm going exact duplicate items. Okay, exact uh, duplicate items. Across the span here. So our okay. vintage, uh, a design we're all familiar with, the original Swiss Army knife. Swiss Army knife, okay. It's the vintage Fisherman in very good condition. The Fisherman is the one that you're used to with, like, the, you know. The it's, knife. It's the, the Swiss Army knife. The Swiss Army that everybody had with, like, the eight, you know, mm-hmm. tools on it, the common tools on mm-hmm. it, versus the modern, the brand new 2019 Fisherman, mm-hmm. exact same model, exact Oh, that's a cool tools. idea. So, it's the exact, it's it's basically, it's it's kid. It's, it's the one knife's kid. So, daddy knife, It's never new needed knife. change. Yeah, the only difference in these knives is their age. So, so all you're paying for is the age one is brand new, never been used. And then the knife's son, the other knife. And the vintage is in very good condition. So modern, so the, never been used, vintage, very good condition. No year on the vintage, oh. but if I had to say based on like the provenance and the guy's story on it, mm-hmm. I would say like 70s because he was like okay. Boy Scouty. So vintage versus modern Swiss Army knife. I'm going to go... Vintage, I'll say vintage, by $8. I think it's higher than $8, vintage. All right. You did get the vintage. Sick. Uh, and nice. Not too bad on the pricing. Uh, the vintage sold $23. Uh-huh. Uh, you can get the modern, $9.50 uh, was the See, last selling I, on that. Yeah, I'll, that's a win for me. That's, yeah. like I think, a straight-across-the-board win. I'm yeah. a bit good in both. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, difference, thirteen fifty on it. Thirteen fifty. Okay. Okay. So eight. Eight's a safe number. Yeah. Eight's a safe number. I my second item for this evening. Didn't plan this. It's also a knife. I have a knife. Knife stuff. Knife plated. Knife. We got the knife fight for vintage versus modern. So this week. the knife fight. So this is a pocket knife. So vintage pocket knife. Um, three and one Perina. So I'm guessing Perina is the brand. It's a three-in-one pocket knife, and it has, like, the knife. And then it has that squiggly thing that looks like a wine opener, but it's it's usually not, though. It, it, no, it's a corkscrew. Oh, it's a corkscrew? You put it sideways And then on you the twist knife, it. And, yeah, you use so it, it like is a, a wine opener. Yeah, it's a corkscrew, Todd. Okay, corkscrew. <laughs> Got it. And then, like, this <laughs> other thing that kind of looks like a toothpick, but it definitely could turn nails and screws. It's not a, a screwdriver. screwdriver. Okay, it's a screwdriver, <laughs> but it's, like, really fucked up looking. All right, okay, shut up. Um, so we have vintage pocket knife versus the modern pocket knife and is a Tech Force Rainbow Spring 
folding knife. So the old one is a three-in-one. The new one is just the knife. Yeah, but it also has gay colors on it. So are conservatives not going to like it? And that's like for a, a knife that cuts out a lot of the market. Or yeah. Like a, mm-hmm. Rainbow. Uh, um, it looks like you. It looks like if you spilled oil on it. Yeah. It does that. I really think there should be a movement in any minority community to just start wearing huge knives, like a, just a big, big gay knife. Just yeah, like a big gay knife movement <laughs> is really what I want to see. Like at the Pride Fest, like just, be who you want to be. Just a uh, just strapped with a fucking huge gay, gay knife. Bowie knife, <laughs> the biggest gayest knife you can possibly find. Make, um. Yeah, and, and then there will be a market. And that, and with my hope for it, and mm-hmm. I'm probably going down with <laughs> my gay knife ship, but I'm going to go the modern Rainbow Spring on that one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go only by $5, though. Oh, see, you thought you knew me because you know my second vintage versus modern. I get it as close as possible usually. Mm-hmm. Nope, I went further away. See, they're throwing the wrenches in. Yeah, so the the um, vintage pocket knife, 30 bucks. The modern pocket knife, $11. So vintage buy that much. Yes. Yeah. But the modern one, in its gay defense, it's beautiful. I love it. And the reason why that it's actually cheaper, because it's exactly what I said before, people think it, 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 it looks oily. And I guess, like, it just plays tricks on people's heads, at oh. least. See, and that's what I thought, is that the vintage one is probably just a plain vintage, mm-hmm. like, black, dull knife. But yeah. the gay rainbow knife is, like, the fancy one you target at, like, the carnival knife toss, you know, mm-hmm. where you do, the like, the rings around the knives. When you see that one that gleams, and you're like, that's the one I need. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that yeah. was disappointing. But mm-hmm. uh, to hopefully redeem myself... We're going with Samsonite briefcases mm-hmm. for the next vintage versus modern. Samsonite briefcases. So the vintage. Oh, those are expensive. Or, those are expensive. Or are they? Yeah. Damn, that's the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the vintage Samsonite briefcase is a combination lock mm-hmm. that is brown leather. Mm-hmm. The modern, brand new Samsonite. Uh, is also leather. Mm-hmm. It's black, expandable, and has a key lock. Mmm. Mmm. I'm still thinking about the big gay knife. I want that to be my new wrestling name, the big gay knife. That would be an amazing. And then like spike my hair up and stuff. Yeah, and you could just come out with like the kissing oh. boys. Just oh. kissing boys, like sharply kissing boys. The the finishing move could be an, an amazing. Mm-hmm. So the Samsonite briefcase, I'm going to go now, and I don't know why, because for whatever reason, it matters with like luggage and, and briefcases and stuff like that. What is the shape that the older one is in? Is it, it isn't. All- it is in very... Because if it's all bumped up, no one wants it. No, it is in very good condition. The leather is conditioned. It is mm-hmm. very nice. It shows no visible wear. It was a, a an occasional use briefcase, but not a daily use briefcase. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go... I will say vintage. I will say vintage. And I'm going to go $25 vintage. You are wrong and also wrong. <sighs> Hit me. It's the modern, modern, uh, modern ninety nine ninety nine, vintage ninety five dollars, so a difference of four dollars and ninety nine cents. I stole your own finishing Whoa. move, dagger to the heart by the big gay knife. You fucked on me, is what you did. I did, I did. You fucked on me. Fuck it on you with the four ninety nine. They're actually not that expensive. Uh, <sighs> Samsonite were more expensive when we were all into the Dumb and Dumber, mm-hmm. uh, but it's kind of waned in recent years. We got better of how we like keep our stuff. 
Like, we don't carry those big rectangles anymore. We have, like, microchips that are on our, like, inside. Yeah, we have SD cards that hold 128 gigs rather than, like. A giant cow. Yeah, here's. (laughs) Yeah. Holding a cow. Uh, So here's my 12-page CV. I brought it into my briefcase or just like, hey, I emailed that to you. Remember, I mean, arguably there's still some paperwork that's super important, like bills and death certificates and stuff. But, like, remember, like, when, like, paper bills and, like, paper was such important information? Now it's just, like, text that to me. But, like, you would get, like, letters in the mail and shit. Like, oh, the amount of people, like, I'm 35 and I know my mom has my birth certificate, but, mm-hmm. like, if I was pressed to present like paper documentation <laughs> about my life i'd be like nothing there let me wait until my mom wakes up do you have a do you do you have a social security card somewhere i do it's been do you uh, know where that one is yeah it's in my wallet uh actually if you look at the back of your social security card the very first thing it says on it is do not laminate my social security card has been laminated for half my life and nobody has ever said a goddamn <laughs> thing to me about it. I went to Canada. It's like taking the, t- the tag off the mattress. I went to Canada when I was 18, and I laminated my card so I didn't fuck it up while I was in Canada. Because I was like, well, I'm going to go in the falls. I'll mess this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, it's been that way ever since, and nobody ever did anything about it. I have this thing with my social security card and my birth certificate. I constantly – it's not to the state of being lost – but I constantly never know where it is. Every few years, I have like a three-month span where I know where it is. Like, for example, sometimes it's on it, at, at my mom's house, my mom's old house. So it's sometimes on the fridge at my mom's old house with like old ass like on the fridge like it's your artwork yeah like it's there sometimes great like, job being born every two years for three months that's where my birth certificate is and it gets back there somehow when i need it but if you just ask me where it is i bet you it's not i bet you it's not there i bet you it's not where that is that's believable because i watch you lose like one thing at least Every twice a month. The same thing. I lost my cell phone at the outlet. Yeah. Yeah. There outlet, was, oh, there was I sent threatening text messages to a very <laughs> nice person who was just trying to get your phone back to you. Yeah. So I lost my phone at the thrift store, and I didn't realize it until I went home. And Josh had been sending messages to the phone because I – since then, I said, oh, I forgot my phone at the thrift store. So I drove back to the thrift store. It wasn't where I had left it. So Josh was like, well, somebody has the phone. And I'm like, yeah. it's at the Goodwill outlet. It's theirs. You told me you, you had left it in a bin and somebody had taken it from the bin. Yeah. So I was like, you know, hey, fucker, we saw you. I didn't call them a fucker. <laughs> hey, fucker. I was threatening <laughs> Hey, politely. fucker, did you find this phone? <laughs> yeah. I know you, motherfucker. Stop looking at the dick pics on here and give the phone back to Todd. I have no nudes on my phone. I don't – At Secret Revealed, I don't do nudes. No? I don't get nudes. I've never asked for nudes. I've never sent a nude. I have no nudes on my phone whatsoever. No nudes. I don't nude it. But here's the thing. That's beautiful if you do. do yeah. Gonna, we don't need to talk about my point of view. On that. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's beautiful. Do, like, be you. Like, I, I'm just saying, like, for whatever reason, like, I've never been like a, like, I'm not like, I like, I'm okay with flirting over the phone, but like, I'm never like. I'm like I'm gonna like cash in right now. That makes me feel special because I have a picture of you on my phone where you're just in your your referee underwear that you sent to all of us. So oh yeah oh you know what then there probably is nudes on someone's phone but not sexual ones <laughs> just like me drinking <laughs> a glass com- of milk comedic dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me nude drinking a glass of milk in the kitchen type stuff. Like, look I drew a mustache. I remember when I had those Monday night football that. Yeah, I sent. Yeah, there were the picks. Monday. Yeah, the Monday Night Football. I was unders. shirtless in my boxers. I sent that to about twenty people. Yeah, that's out there. Yeah, that's out there. So there might be some funny, goofy nudes out there, but never like I'm trying to be like a hot nudes. Like, I no, don't know. Yeah, I'd, th- I'd be in office if it wasn't for nudes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, that's our thrift haul for today. 
Um, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, those monsters that we created a few weeks ago, we had to tell, we had to create poems or stories about them. Josh and I both have poems about our book-generated monsters. Unplanned poetry. Unplanned poetry coming up in Act 2. Stick around. like to buy the world a home and furnish it with love grow apple trees and honeybees and snow white turtle doves i like to teach the world to sing sing with me Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and call the professionals Werewolf Ambulance. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your horror movie comedy podcast needs. We're We're ready ready to to believe you. Wait, weren't we going to change that? (laughs) (laughs) We're ready to entertain you? Works for me. Werewolfambulance.lipson.com or wherever you listen to podcasts segment we debut on thrifty ask a cop ask a cop debut ask a cop if we can find one cool cop we'll, we'll There's start not one cool cop for former cops though former cops could like they can turn we can get must mustafa ali if we can get mustafa ali then we'll do the ask a cop but i don't know any other good cops no no well anyway um enough about cops and more on to monsters so a few weeks ago on the show, if you hadn't had the opportunity to hear it, we found a monster manual. Inside the monster manual, it was basically basically a monster dictionary. And there, there was games, there was articles, there was pictures. It was super cool. And so there was a game in there where you put a bunch of random words together and then you generate your own monster and have to write your own story. And we, we chose to write our stories as poems. By the way, we didn't discuss that either. No, we never we discuss just, anything before we do this. No. So you went knife stuff for vintage versus modern. I went knife stuff. We didn't discuss that. And then we both made our monster stories poems without discussing it. It's kind of shaking out why we're best friends. Yeah, I think it's really working out. So do you want to do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I would really enjoy to hear your story because I have a little build up with mine. So Okay. Okay. So I'll I'll you'll main invent this. I don't want to main event it, but I want to hear your story because I'm apprehensive to read mine. Okay. So what I mine was was the uh the Blender Witch Naked Mole Rat. The Blender Witch Naked Mole Rat. So I put a poem together about the Blender Witch Naked Mole Rat, and uh, it goes um, something like this. There once was a witch, a witch old witch, who had blenders for her teeth. All the naked mole rats hated her for bringing the green grief. They say she lives on the mountains and creeps down in the night, so board up your windows and lock your doors tight. No one knew where she came from, and if they did, they would not say, because if the witch heard you, she'd make sure to come your way. Her razor blade chompers would slice her victims to bits. She'd also curse a lot and say words like piss shit spells were her thing she could make your body afloat 
have you found in the river with your mole tummy a bloat? <laughs> she is just as squishy as the other mole rat's friends. If she finds you alone, that's when her fun begins. She might boil your body while while praying to her dog <laughs> while praying to her dark gods. Or she'll turn your mole rat body into a mole rat frog. <laughs> Blenders for teeth, her skin that bright green. You should you should move out of the country. Trust me, I'm not being mean. She she'll punish bad rats for stepping Dude, this one got weirder. It's probably high at this point. She'll punish bad rats for stepping out on their spouse. <laughs> She'll hide under your bed in your bedroom in your house. <laughs> Believe me when I tell you, when you see her, it's already too late. So start running now or end up mole rat cake. It got, like, real weird right there at the end. I did not anticipate it being that good. I have tears in my eyes. Oh, thank you. That was great, brother. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm glad that you cried. This may be the first time you've cried on this show. Won't be the last. I thought that you would go the kind of, like, gruesome, very into-the-monster bit. Yeah. Uh, So I'm glad that I didn't. I went a little bit of a different route uh, Mm -hmm. with my monster poem. Uh, and of course the best poet ever, Shel Silverstein, mm-hmm. uh, is kind of in the vein of this. Okay. So, and, and your monster was, uh, I had the colander, uh, dolphin mummy, the colander dolphin mummy, which you were so kind to make a picture of. I, yeah. It'll be on the cover me. art. It'll uh, be on the cover art. The colander dolphin yeah. mummy. I sent, I made one in Photoshop, sent it to you. So maybe you'd find some inspiration. Well, did you find that inspiration? We'll see, Okay. this is what I came up with here, all okay. right? We all have those relatives with stories abound, and mine was my uncle, who seemed to always be around. Whether he was trying to be funny or looking for a fright, he'd crack open a bottle, and I'd listen to his stories all night. <laughs> this is already good. As I think back to my uncle, I become aware of the booze in his tummy, because I vividly remember the story of the colander dolphin mummy. <laughs> we both use tummy for rhymes. Both use tummy. It's limited with these fucking words. <laughs> it terrified me for days when my skin felt that fear crawl under, even as I struggled to think, what the hell was a colander? <laughs> yeah, dude, very good. Very good. <laughs> a little kid scared of a leaky dead fish. It's just wrapped up in a bandage. Because sometimes for fun, (laughs) a little kid scared of a leaky dead fish. It's just wrapped up in a bandage. Because sometimes for fun, your family will put you at a disadvantage. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Stories don't need any truth at seven, not to get tears from your eyes. But when you grow up, what's the harm in telling kids lies? (laughs) So, yeah. rather than describe a leaky mummy colander dolphin, uh, I yeah. just went the the drunk uncle just telling spatting out at the mouth, telling stories routes, and you can picture the little squiggly drawing next yeah. to that there, dude. But we'll okay. just have your your graphic art there. Yeah, um, that was good. No, that was good, and that story that you told is definitely lit by this. Pittsburgh Penguins two foot light with the color that it is now. So so I think the inspiration may have came from the light that was cascading because your uncle who told that story like your uncle, you're the objective uncle of that story. Oh yeah, I don't have that's not yeah. a relative. The objective yeah. uncle of the story is definitely lit under this type of light. Yeah. Nobody in my family read. <laughs> We were we got till middle school at least we didn't know how to read a book fair, (laughs) but okay. So those were our two monsters, and the monster that was created for the roaches and the roach army out there. We're getting some stories that I'll be reading next week on the show about what was the monster for the community. It was uh, the succubus candles 
naked mole rat. Oh. So there was two naked mole rats. Oh, that's right, because so, you and I had both contributed yeah, naked mole rats. Yeah, the succubus candle naked mole rat. So that was the that was the one for the audience. But man, a pretty cool episode. We haven't done uh, poems before. We should maybe maybe that's our calling to like. Maybe maybe our true calling isn't thrifty podcasts. Like we'll we'll can that idea. Like that's obviously got a ceiling. But maybe like doing weird poetry, like weird like weird monster poetry. Maybe that could be the next thing we do. We'll like have that's the next thing the, we the do. The spinoff. We'll have a whole YouTube empire with YouTube spinoff channels under the Buzzyverse. The Buzzy, and we'll call it the Buzzyverse. The Buzzyverse. That'll be our monster universe. We'll just integrate that into the Buzzyverse. You can animate them with your graphics while we tell the stories. Yeah, speaking of that, toddytondera.com. Click on podcast. That's where you could subscribe to Thrifty Podcast if you haven't already. The Thrifty Dirt Sheet at Thrifty Podcast on Twitter. Find us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Special thanks to Steve Barris and Bluffs, our, the theme to our show for many reasons, alternate reality. Um, so it's been a fun night. Uh, we found out that the cat guy got the tiger head back. Um, we saw dogs um, fornicating with, with humans. Um, we had corrupted Max's innocent little eyes. Corrupted Max innocent little ears and eyes. We got some cool lamps, and I hopefully won't be dead next week because if I was gonna die, it'd probably been this past week with the sickness. So I'm not I'm not gonna die yet. I think you're on the rebound. I think it's it's only the upswing. I the was rest. the color of pee the night of the live stream. Like the human color of pee, that was my color. You looked like you, yeah, had spent often, you know, times mm-hmm. throwing up in the bathroom. But uh, podcast night at the Tolma Two is in, is in the early work. So if you haven't seen a thrifty live show before, um, definitely come to that. It's in Pittsburgh, PA. Um, all that stuff is just ask a punk for the address. Yeah, huge and- thanks to to everybody who came out. Uh, great crowd, great turnout. Everybody was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had some giveaways. We had food, snacks, drinks, all great kinds time. of stuff. And I still have a lot of soda. A lot of huggies in the fridge, and I'm going to save that for next <laughs> I time. I really thought that would be a more popular idea than it was. <laughs> Dude, huggies to a party. When we were buying huggies for that for the party, for the live stream, when I saw them, in my head, I was like, I don't know. But I wanted them. I personally wanted them. So I was like, nah, let's yeah, yeah, throw them I mean, in there. Yeah, for anybody who didn't drink and wanted a huggy, I think I don't think anybody wanted to be like judged for drinking a huggy. But it's a no-judgment zone at the Tolma. Have a huggy. There's going to be more. Mm -hmm. And everybody else out there, get roached.